The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. I'm Kevin Cirilli, Chief Washington Correspondent for Bloomberg Television and Bloomberg Radio, and you're listening to the Sound On Extra podcast. And I'm, I'm joined today uh, by the two guests from our program, Rick Tyler. He is a Republican strategist. Uh, he's also the former communications director for the Ted Cruz 2016 presidential campaign, and now he's the co-founder and partner at Foundry Strategies. And Kevin Walling. He's a Democratic strategist at HG Creative Media. You know, we were talking on the show. We didn't have enough time to get to this. We were talking on this show about former Vice President Joe Biden and how he's really targeted President Trump already in his campaign. He's in a crowded Democratic primary field, and he's taking aim directly at President Trump. And Kevin, I was at the White House earlier today, and in the morning, special counselor to the president, Kellyanne Conway, she comes out. And for more than 30 minutes, she delivers a blistering critique in the way that only Kellyanne Conway can and goes after Joe Biden. So why why is why are we watching President Trump target Biden and Biden world target Trump? Yeah, I mean, as Rick said earlier, it's a smart move by the vice president to take the fight directly to the, the president. He can elevate it. He's the sitting former vice president. So he is on that level uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, this kind of debate. Uh, it's a smart move by the vice president. He had a really compelling video bringing up Charlottesville uh, as a really poignant moment in the history of this country. Uh, really, I think that was a deciding factor for a lot of folks that actually had supported uh, President Trump that are now questioning, you know, they, they put their hope in someone that was new that could shake up the system. But his true colors shine through uh, in that very instant. And I think the vice president is smart to, to bring that up. But how is he going to do this differently? Because, Rick, you know this. I mean, everyone that's come at the uh, – who, who said that? Ron Bonjean, when he tweeted out, if you come at the king, you best not miss, and that went viral. He was He's a Republican strategist as well. When you've had, just look at the last cycle, where everyone who's engaged with with uh, with then-candidate Donald Trump and thought, oh, I'll be the tough guy. I'll, I'll take him on. I'll take him on. And then, you know, he gets completely annihilated. And, and President Trump tweeting, you know, on April 29th yesterday, quote, sleepy Joe Biden is having his first rally in the great state of Pennsylvania. He obviously doesn't know that Pennsylvania is having one of the best economic years in its history. So, I mean, sleepy Joe Biden. It's already started, Rick. So early on, early on in the campaign, Donald Trump went before a Christian audience. He was interviewed by Steve Dace, who's an Iowa activist, uh, Christian in Iowa, someone you want to win the support of if you're a Republican and want to win Iowa. And he called, he criticized the former uh, Senator uh, John McCain. I remember that. I remember that. And that, that was a decisive moment, and everybody in the world thought, as we continued to think and thought before, is, okay, this campaign is over because a candidate just criticized a war hero. That's just something you don't do. And what happened was uh, Rick Perry, who's the longest-serving governor of Texas, right, uh, decided he was, an air, he was a pilot in the, in the Air National Guard, decided, this is mine, I got this. I'm going to take care of Donald Trump, and I'm going to – uh, you know, pulverize him over this issue of taking on John McCain. Well, guess what? Rick Perry got his head handed to him. Now, we saw this, <laughs> and 
we knew that although people knew Ted Cruz's name, he didn't have universal name recognition. And we understand we understood that somebody beats nobody every single time. And so we had to bide our time. And so we actually befriended Donald Trump for a long time. I which remember we were, that. We were criticized over this. And uh, so we said nice things about Donald Trump. He said nice things about us. And Donald Trump did our work. He just dispensed with every single candidate until we were really the final candidate that was viable against Donald Trump. So take us into the The strategy worked, except we got dispensed too. <laughs> well, well, take us into the room, seriously, because, I mean, I covered the trail and I remember. I mean, take us into the into the Cruz campaign, you know, crash course. When, when you guys were getting attacked by the president's tweets on uh, – on, you know, a conspiracy theory, what was it, that, that Ted Cruz's dad was involved in the JFK assassination? Well, Rafael Cruz, Ted's father, did kill JFK, but, but, he, didn't okay, mean, you're but, kidding. but he didn't mean to. <laughs> He's kidding. I'm God. kidding. I'm kidding. We're not that kind of podcast. <laughs> but, but take us into that meeting. I well, mean, was, it, was it laughter? Was it intense? I mean, so where was, was the meeting? It was. This was on the front page of the uh, National Enquirer, right? Um, and... So, so for me, the communications director, I have to look at the National Enquirer and say, oh, my God, this is not serious. But you know what? That was a mistake because the National Enquirer sits at every checkout stand in every supermarket across the country. And people read that. Now, I would like to think people wouldn't believe it, but the National Enquirer sells a lot of copies and enough people did believe it. And Donald Trump, who peddles conspiracies and still does, uh, you know, got the mainstream media to pay attention to it a little. Not in the serious way that – that Raphael had anything to do with with JFK, um, but it was you know it was just pure Donald Trump. It was just pure entertainment, pure uh, you know sidetracking the, the campaign. But let me let me tell you, back in June, in June of 2015, we wanted to know because everybody was saying that Donald Trump was eating Ted Cruz's lunch and that he was taking all our votes. Well, we did a poll. We polled everybody who supported Donald Trump in the poll and asked them who their second choice would be. You know what Cruz's support was out of that? Six percent. Wow. Nobody knew that, but we knew it, which told us we can't attack him right now. We got to wait. And we waited until the debate. And then we finally took him on the debate because millions of people were watching the debate. Now, they weren't watching the debate because of Ted Cruz. They were watching the debate because of Donald Trump. Wow. All right. We're going to leave it there. Fascinating, fascinating insight. And it's always fascinating, especially when you cover a campaign up close and personal to hear in hindsight what was really going on behind the scenes. My thanks to Kevin Walling and, of course, to Rick Tyler. I'm Kevin Cirilli, Chief Washington Correspondent for Bloomberg Television and Bloomberg Radio. Thanks for checking us out, and be sure to subscribe. Thanks. The countdown has begun. This May, a 1,000 global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at CutterEconomicForum.com.